With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome one and all to the hardest part of the ring. So Nate's out of town, huh? Yep, Nate is out of town. Well, he comes back tomorrow. That dussy. Dussy. Mm. Yep. Uh, I forgot what we call yours. What's, what is your thing? Oh, I don't know. Let's not talk about it. How about that? I, I, I do, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to remember it. It's going to be a, a field day. Don't worry. Mm. Okay. Well, until then, let's actually get a quality show. show in. Um, Correct. We're going to have a quality show because we don't have uh, it Blake is, nor CJ, so it's, it's going to be better. Yes, we say it's a two-man power trip again, three weeks in a row now. It's almost like Prince Petty's given up on us. Uh, he's in his feelings because he's not smart. That's true too, and but this is the show that he'd want to be here for. No, I mean this is yeah, he, AEW he, predictions. He is his butt is real hurt right now. He's mm. got a lot of things going on. He's trying to pass this test. Him and Nate taking the same test, so one of them pass it, and it'll be nice. <laughs> Only one. Yeah. Uh, CJ is is doing his thing. He had a new job, a new title at his job, so he's trying to live his best life and he dropped the ball today right so cj is definitely uh see money like if, if that's what y'all know him as is definitely a piece of shit because he did not get a smackdown tickets um so you know we'll forgive him this time this time this time um other than that i mean decent week of wrestling i thought from wwe we're, we're getting closer we're getting closer and closer to to more so I'm, I'm very excited uh as we creep closer to aw's premiere um on october the 2nd correct october 2nd yeah in so, dc and and we have a pay-per-view this week for AEW, so that's gonna be fun as well i think gonna so kick everything off yeah definitely um so let's well let's go let's circle back to wwe here and let's start off with raw um what did you think in in a word it was good it was good um it's nothing to really they started to show off very Bad in my opinion. Yeah, so, wasn't it Sasha that opened the show? <clears throat> what's what's up with her promo skills, man? 
Like what what basement did she get those out of? Yeah, I'm curious who's writing for her because Paul Heyman. So her and Paul Heyman worked on that promo together. And I, I was very disgusted when I heard that Paul Heyman put anything into whatever that was. First of all, anything that has to do with Jim Neidhart and Natalia, that is cheap heat, and that is not good she, for television. She's going for the, that cheap heat, man. Like, I don't know why that cheap heat. She, she doesn't have to go for cheap heat. She has so many other things she can build off of, so many other things she's done. She's right. basically WWE's uh, poster child for Crybaby. She, and I think they're working up to that. She's owning everything she's been accused of in the in the locker room and using that as a storyline. However, uh, the, the promo just, it didn't grab me. It didn't grab anybody in the audience. It, it just felt like it felt scripted, which was definitely a problem for her um, uh, just before even this moment. Her promo skills are definitely in the toilet. Yeah, I think maybe it has to do with her being out of practice or something along the lines of that. But I actually didn't know about the Paul Heyman thing. That must be that must be why she came back because she thought that you know she'd become a Heyman girl or whatever and have that kind of interactivity with him and dialogue with him about what she's doing on the show. But I think that she should be smarter than that. No, like that is just doing that kind of stuff has never been cool to me. Like they you know they did it with Ray and Eddie all the time. They do it with. It's just, it's just, it's cheap to me, and it's artificial, and it's not, not cool. I just kind of felt she was kind of going for a pipe bomb moment, and mm-hmm. it just, it was unauthentic. Yeah. Uh, it didn't, it just didn't translate at all. Um, and just when she noticed it wasn't translating, she went for the cheap heat, and the whole thing just seemed unfocused to me. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, but also, is she feuding with Becky Lynch or is she feuding with Natalia at we, this point? I don't know. However, I will say that her and Natalia did have a her promo was shit, right. but her match was good. Yeah, I thought so. They I, killed it. Yeah, um, it was a decent match just overall. And Banks went over, which of course. at this point she needs to, to go over. Right, you're, you're building her as a heel, so she had to go over. But the whole match was technically sound. I I mean, it was good for Sasha because you remember I said last week mm-hmm. Sasha comes back. She's super shit normally when it comes down to her her in ring skills. Like they're just not great. They're not polished. Right. But the match, she killed the whole thing. Like and and, and no disrespect to Natalia, neither. Natalia, um, definitely, definitely, definitely she pulled out some old tricks, she pulled out some new tricks. I, I like her look too. And uh, somebody told me last week. A week before last, somebody asked me that she get some work done. I looked at her face. Blake's been saying that for yeah, a while. Yeah, I bit. feel like she has. Like, I think so, too. If you look at her from back in 2000, 2008 when she debuted to now, there's definitely something weird about her nose. Just saying. Like, yeah. put the tinfoil hat on. But moving on from that, after that, we had King of the Ring match number one of the night, which was Ricochet and Drew McIntyre, which I was not surprised by the result. Um, honestly, like, I thought that... It was a good match, and but I'm not surprised by the result that Ricochet ended up going over. So, the the best thing that WWE can do right now, and I, and I think we mentioned this and alluded to this before, that uh, Paul Heyman sees something big in Ricochet, and that comic book superhero type character is something that everybody attaches to. Everybody wants a hero, right? Uh, and Ricochet is that guy. Great moves, um, very high flying, very fast pace, Mike skills. Uh, again, I don't know what's up with promo skills in WWE. Mm-hmm. Like, I hear better promos everywhere else, but in the in the the best company. Do you think it has to do with the PG rating? Uh, if you add fuck shit or bitch, it's not going to change the shitty. But it, promo but work. I think it offers more of a freedom. 
like a, a more of a, a verbal freedom to where they can kind of go off on their own and 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 make it more genuine. Yeah, um, but his his he's never been a big mic guy, and, and that's okay. That's he just true. speaks through his wrestling and his actions. But um, overall, I, I King Ricochet is a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's your choice. That's my choice. Uh, I, I can see it. The writings on the wall, man. King of Rings is very important for stars like him because it sets him in a in a caliber of 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 wrestler that um that's great. Triple H, uh, Bret Hart, Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, Randy Mi- Savage, Randy Savage, Mister Perfect. Like so many people that have held his King of Ring King of the Ring title, uh, and they they've been huge. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be huge for anyone who wins, but if it's a guy like Ricochet or or F, or um, we'll talk about this more, but like Ali or somebody like that, it's huge. It's a huge bump for a babyface to win. And then McIntyre again doesn't need this. McIntyre has to look. No. McIntyre's a monster heel. You can put him in any storyline. He's gonna he's gonna blow up. And he has mic skills. Yeah, he he actually really really does. So uh, after that, we had Miz and Baron Corbin. Where <coughs> Baron Corbin went over again. Everybody hates Baron. I love Baron. Baron is everything. He's a, I'm not going to say a great value. Well, he's uh, a former snack, so. Right. Well, temporary snack. <laughs> but he's not an MJF. No. But he's not a great value MJF. But he's in that He's in that wheelhouse where bro, he cuts great promo. He can speak. He knows that people hate him. He plays into it. His wrestling isn't bad. He has the look. He's in shape now. Um, Baron has everything to kind of take this all the way as well. And what would piss more people off than to either put the title on Baron or make him the king of the ring? That's true. And I'd rather have him as the king of the ring than than holding a title. Um, I also thought that this match was more for SmackDown, too. Like, it helps with that storyline. Talking about The Miz. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just made sense for me that Baron goes over um, whatever. So moving on from that, we had Tag Team Turmoil, which was given to us, or uh, we were um, pitched it by your boys, the Street Profits, who gave us the whole rundown of what was on the screen, like they were reading off of a PowerPoint, and what did you, overall, like, what did you think of the Turmoil? Like, So well, probably here's my moment of the whole podcast, here's my pain point, right? So... What the fuck was his tag team turmoil, first of all? Why don't they just call it a gauntlet? And then this part two is what the fuck is the Street Profits doing? Like, so let's start with what the fuck is the pre- Street Profits doing? Well, I said it last week that they're more of like this entertainment. They're used for Raws like this is funny. like. But it's not funny because they're not themselves. Yeah. Like, the, it's funny because somebody's making it, trying to make it funny. It's different. The Rock, when he spoke... And he said funny shit. It was funny because it was funny. When Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, when they spoke, it was just, it was hilarious because they were themselves. I feel like the Street Profits are fucking hilarious. They are on NXT, but they're not on the main product. That is a problem. So, and then also, you know that you're not going to bring them up to the main roster full time. It's no fucking way you can get a, get away with it. Like, now they have a two-hour show to fill. They have to stay on NXT. Part two to that is why would you bring them up to the, the the main roster? And not have them compete in the gauntlet. When you're putting together fucking tag teams like Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, I still I don't under-fucking-stand. I don't. 
whatsoever. That's how I feel. We have a guest in the podcast today, um, which is uh, Grayson, which is my one of my best friends. Uh, and he um, has one nut, and he's also sticking up his middle finger. So... Right, he is doing a whole bunch of the most. He doesn't want to talk because he want he doesn't want the world to hate. He's our studio cuckold, so right. it's okay. Most definitely, definitely a cuck. I uh, thought that uh, to get back on on track here, I thought that heavy machinery was going to go over, and that's what I kind of wanted. No, you got Robert Rudin, Dolph Ziggler, motherfucker. But what, that's what, what I do got. You want? What you had? How many tag teams in this? Real fucking tag teams. You had the Viking Raiders, the B team. You had the OC. You had. Uh, Lucha House Party, which is four, and then you had Riders, Ryder and Hawkins, The Revival, that's six, and then you had Heavy Machinery, which is... So seven. every fucking real tag team in the world, and these motherfuckers win the tag belts. Why? I don't get it. Two of the top got right now, the best seller in the whole WWE, Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. He sells his ass off, right? And one of the best pure athletes... And Robert Roode, which he was one of the uh, a top tag team contender in his in his heyday. Well, in TNA, he was part of Beer Money, which was great. Was the best tag, one Storm. of the best tag teams that's out there, mm-hmm. hands down. But I just don't get it. Why would you put two again these two singles wrestlers when you have official fucking tag teams on the card and you just bury them? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. But at the same time. And why are you burying them? Because they don't even... They haven't even... They don't know how to use Bobby Roode, okay? They haven't known how to use him since he got called up. He just hasn't found his ground and won't at this rate. And then with Ziggler... Robert Roode. He's got to do something. I'm not... I'm calling him Bobby. I don't give a shit. But with Dolph, it's just hard to find a spot for him, I guess, because he's not a heavyweight and he can't... He's not a... He's a heel, so he can't challenge AJ Styles for the U.S. title. So what do you do with him? He's coming off of this program with Goldberg. Like, I don't know. I don't you know. can put him in this tag team. They shouldn't have won the fucking turmoil. Well, okay. So let's go back to Sheamus and Cesaro, right? Tim, for a moment. Sorry to cut you off. I just thought about something. Something just popped in my head. So what if somehow they wind up on SmackDown? What if at Night of Champions they challenge the New Day and AJ Styles winds up on SmackDown as well? The OC? Yeah. Finn Balor's already on SmackDown. But then what does Styles do? Like, do you want the OC to clash with the New Day? It could be something like that. Coming off of the Orton feud? It could be something like that. It just, why would you take the belts off them if you don't plan on moving them from show to show? Yeah. I mean, that is interesting. That is very interesting, but I don't know... I don't know if that's the if that's the proper way to do it right now. I'm least. just saying that's the biggest that's the biggest payoff. Like at this point, it's just the why would you take the belts off of a traditional tag team that right now has fire? Right, they had fire. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're on fire right now. Yeah, and you they, take them off them when you had AJ with the US. It, or it made more sense to take the belt off. Well, if the Miz beats Shinsuke Nakamura, then yes, you could do that. But because then the Miz can take the IC belt to Raw and then AJ Styles can take the US belt to SmackDown. Another shakeup is happening and I'll talk about it a little bit later on. But okay. I mean that sorry, but that was just I just let's, it was in my That's fine. Let's get head. back on track and um overall very disappointing in this gauntlet. I thought that this would have been a really cool time to put over a tag team like Heavy Machinery 
or um, Igor and Eric in the Viking Raiders, but it is what it is. Are you stupid? Did you did you get dropped on your head as a child? They need to be Why? reestablished as cool. Why wouldn't we want them to to they show? They won't be cool until they're the War Raiders. You can't say war on TV. I don't give a fuck. War, 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 war. This is a fucking this war. Is completely different. Fucking pussy war from cable war. TV. Maybe Dang. even dick wars. Well, Grayson back there, all right, his ears just went up like a dog. So <laughs> let's move to Cedric Alexander Cesaro. What did you think? In a word. Good match. Bye. Next. Okay. Uh, AJ Styles and Braun Strowman ended the way you thought it was going to end. So, I'm sorry. Cesaro got his braces off. Yeah. Happy for him. Yeah. He's got his teeth back. He can now eat fruit, which is cool. He's, a, he's an adult. <laughs> if I'm him, I'm still wearing the mouth guard. Right. Yeah. But, um, Styles wins via DQ to Braun Strowman, but he does it in Eddie Guerrero fashion, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, the chair. Yeah, the chair thing. I thought that was pretty funny to see. Um, I didn't really understand, like, if he's going to be in a program and challenges Seth Rollins for the heavyweight title at Clash of Champions, why would he even think of, of challenging AJ Styles? Like, I don't. Unless like he's trying to have a Austin Aries belt collector gimmick, it doesn't make any sense. I, I wish they would have just let him win the belt. That'd have been fun because that'd just been a fuck fest. <laughs> like, because <clears throat> you could have played it as they would have they would have had a tag team match, which would have caused problems, right? Mm, right. They would it would have pissed them off because um, they would have lost to whoever. Then yeah. you have Braun have his U.S. title match, so and make it a hard opponent. And he can win or lose. It don't make a difference. But mm-hmm. he wouldn't be ready to face Seth. So then he, he couldn't put his best foot forward. So he didn't come in at full. Would you want three Braun Strowman matches at Clash of Champions? I don't mind Braun. Well, that's what I'm just saying. Like, you would, like, if this was 2017, and if it was, you know, Braun Strowman the monster among men flipping over ambulances like absolutely you would do that you right you do the three matches have him defend all the ch- all the titles or go challenge and defend all the titles but now we're in 2019 and this is a different Braun Strowman this is a this is a I'm popular now Braun Strowman and I'm not trying to earn anything I've already kind of earned it and it's to me it's just kind of fascinating um it, it's a weird predicament I think they have with him going into the Clash of Champions um, I think Braun right now is in a space where I think Paul believes in him. Uh, he lost his momentum for quite some time there. Uh, I think it was a story on the internet about how he had a conversation with Vince because, you know, he was just, he, he just lost it. Like his whole entire push just mm-hmm. went down the toilet and he was ready to just be done. Um, I think he's in a place now where he is a top contender um, and he needs to be he needs to be showcased as that, but I don't know if the monster the monster among men is the thing that you 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 showcase him as anymore. But and then you also have to pick a side: is he face? Is he heel? Braun Strowman can't be a tweener. It's no such thing. Right. I think that he's gone over as a babyface by now. Too. It makes no sense to switch him. So now you have to build up a heel champion so he can overtake them right and as of right now there are no baby there are no heel champions so he's just gonna have to wait and i think that maybe with this aj styles main event it kind of teases what's to come and that's braun Strowman versus aj styles for some kind of title but other than that i mean i think it's kind of ridiculous that he's 
been in this position and had so many matches with Brock that, and he's just never held a singles title by himself. He's a two-time tag champion. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that just seems like an ultimate waste. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I just, at the end of the day, I'm very curious to see how this is all going to pan out mm-hmm. on, the, on the raw side of things. It, if it is a raw side still, but on the raw side of things, see what's going to happen. Well, let's let's transition to SmackDown. Um, so you said that SmackDown was a great show to you. I thought SmackDown was a better show. It was a fucking rough night for SmackDown, man. You thought so? Yeah, it was botches. Like okay, it was very. Hmm. It was it your was, girl was the botches. It was the Roman Reigns like finally found a proof like bullshit. Yeah, but okay. It, 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 All right, well, let's talk about let's let's just dive into it deeper, right? Okay, well, you tell me why you think it was great. Because the brightest spot of that so entire thing was Buddy Murphy versus Ali. Right, because you want Buddy Murphy's uncut Australian dick in your ear, like that's what. Yeah. And, and and but the show wasn't great because of Buddy Murphy. The show was great because of that match. That match was fucking awesome. That match was phenomenal. But uh, you can't even like leave out that snack, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. Their match was amazing too. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know he's on the top shelf right next to the right next to your Twinkies. So right, exactly. But getting back to Buddy and Ali, man, those boys put on a fucking clinic. Um, it's what wrestling is. What wrestling's all about. So you ever watch college football, right? And then of you course, t- and you turn around and you watch an NFL game right behind it. You just like, ugh, you know, <laughs> like when you watch an NFL because the fans just aren't as engaged, right? And and the college players throw everything on the line, mm-hmm. right? They they want to win. They want to be the best of the fucking best. Here, Buddy Murphy and Ali wanted to be the best of the best, hands down. That's they they killed it. I, I a plus match. I can't tell you a spot in that match that I hate it. Right, and that's because they wanted to prove themselves. And I think that with both of them coming from two hundred five live, they have that kind of notion where it's like, if we're gonna do anything, we're gonna do it now, and we're gonna do it perfect, and we're gonna show everybody that our brand of wrestling is better than theirs, and this is why. Mm-hmm. So uh, overall, was was super excited about that. Yeah, and I think the right person went over. See, yeah, I mean, despite me being wrong, because I did think Buddy Murphy was going to win, Ali winning is, I'm fine with it, because I believe in the next round, he's taking on uh, Elias, so. And I, and I told you last week, you you can't fuck over this kid anymore, like, he deserves his his shine mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Um, he's got screwed over, it would have been a third time if he'd have lost in the first round, that would have been real fucked up. Mm-hmm. So uh, you mentioned Gable. Let's talk about Gable and and Shelton Benjamin. What did the build of this was kind of weird? I thought mm-hmm. um, Shelton was kind of like, oh well, who's Chad Gable? And I'm like, weren't you guys a tag team like not even five months ago or something? Right. So like I was just kind of like, this is this is interesting. And then he starts making fun of him because he's short, and I'm like, mm, trash. And then Gable wins. So yeah, not uh, surprised by the simple, victory. Simple roll up. Yeah, yeah. Kind of disappointed about that, but it is what it is. I thought. I think they're gonna showcase and highlight who's he's net. Who's he up against next in the bracket? Um, as of right now, it's uh, Andrade. It's been a long night for Chad Gable. Andrade versus Chad Gable would probably be the best match of the next round. I think. It's gonna be a long night for Chad Gable because there's no way Andrade's. Is, I just no way Andrade's gonna lose. I, I just don't see it. I don't see it either. But you never Top know. Top star hasn't hasn't won a belt yet. The right? future hasn't won a belt yet at all. Um, one of the top stars 
on fire, best manager in the business right now. Fox loves him. Uh, multicultural, right? Bilingual. Yeah. Bilingual. He he's the poster child right now. It's no way he's if he if he doesn't. Win. And he's banging out Charlotte Flair. Have you seen them? T- well, the, the titties improved though. Oh, like, did they? Yeah, because they're not. She got new ones. <laughs> they're not lopsided anymore. Look like sad puppies. Well, now they're. I saw. I saw that shit, and I was disappointed. I was like, "Girl, you make too much money, and your name Flair, and your titties are like some spare tires." <laughs> oh I can't fuck with that. Like, no. Wow. I couldn't be. I'm trying to tell you, I couldn't be straight because I, women would jump off of bridges because of me. Because I'd be like, "You put on some makeup." <laughs> My God. Like all the time. Just imagine how y'all get treated as my straight friends. Grayson gets destroyed all the time. Yes, you do. He 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 told me today as we were walking up, he said, Hey, I didn't want to wear flip flops today because I didn't want to embarrass you. Right. Checked. Like, you know what I mean? Dang. So he, he understands. Right. Dang, you train this dog, huh? That's yeah, right, crazy dude. as hell. All of them. All of them. But um <clears throat> other than that, I kinda want you to tell me what went wrong with Bailey and Lacey Evans, because apparently I'm biased against Lacey Evans. So I want you to, I want to see from your perspective what went wrong. So ultimately it was bad, right? We all agree and concur that the match itself was, was dumb, but I was surprised that I, it came in my head when she was walking down that I hadn't seen Lacey Evans on TV in maybe a month, longer than a month. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting to me and I was kind of like okay well maybe she's performing at house shows practicing they're keeping her off air and then I watched that match and I'm kind of like no she I don't know what she's been doing she just kind of just chills like I have no like there was just so there were just a lot of well first of all there was no heat behind the match I felt like there's nothing like the crowd really wasn't into it I really wasn't into it at home and there was nothing for me to really grab onto. There's no story. It just kind of happened. You had Busted Bailey versus... Who you hate. I hate... That's right. And Lacey Evans is now creeping up into my I hate category because she can't... She she can't wrestle. Like, I mean, under pressure. Yeah. This is never good. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And her gimmick is great. Her mic skills are are good when she is not uh, put into a place where, again, that, that pressure. Like, mm-hmm. um, when she's off-the-cuff promoing, I think it's good. When she, when they say, hey, here's the script, you know, like, follow it, she's terrible, and she has a script in front of her. That's always how it goes, though, with WWE superstars, man. It's like they can't perform what's written in front of them, and... And then, you know, they cite it as like, oh, like it's it's the lack of of input and creativity that I have. And I'm like, is it like sometimes if you can't perform like like if you can't say what's on the word, like what's on the paper in front of you, like with passion behind it, you're just not an actor like you're a good wrestler. It just isn't in the cards. But she's not a good wrestler. Right. That's shitty to say because I want her to be great. I've not said the whole time I go back and think of episode of episode, and I can't say that I've said that Lacey Evans is a great wrestler. I've never said that. She has a cool move set. Right, but she's not a great wrestler. And her mic skills are dumpster juice. <laughs> well, 
Yes and no, right? Because when she first came out and was making those promos about like treating a man well, we kind of praised her on the pod and we're kind of like, dang, that's pretty cool. It's a cool gimmick. It's cool like how you play into it. But after a while, I think the novelty's kind of worn off. So it is what it is. And hopefully she can rebound from this and learn from what the fuck happened. But I don't know what, what this does for Bailey. Like, congrats, you win. You won a terrible match. Congrats. Like, you're not, you're still not decent SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Maybe Charlotte is her, like, her, um, what's her bad luck charm? Every time Charlotte flies around, she just, nothing maybe, goes right for her. Maybe she's, maybe. Like Lacey, that is. Maybe Lacey's getting bullied. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, 24-7 championship for me is losing its luster. I, yeah, I think so too. I don't know if it's the lack of truth. I don't know if it's, I don't know, I don't know. Just not where it, it's, Again, as you speak about the SmackDown show, you understand why I'm saying that the SmackDown show wasn't that great. Mm. You know? I'll tell you what I did like, though. Okay. I liked The Miz challenging Shinsuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn. I thought that was I thought that was great. And I think it's awesome that Shinsuke Nakamura... I said last week that I thought this was going to be a good pairing. Now I know it's going to be. Now I know it's a good pairing because she's going to come working. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And just go back to being badass and not have to worry about anything. And Sami Zayn's not doing anything anyway. So it's like, you know, if you like to talk, talk for me. And I love it. Like, hopefully they can keep building with this momentum. And hopefully he doesn't lose to The Miz this weekend. Or not this weekend, excuse me, but at Clash of Champions eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New Day had a weird night. Yeah, so the the Orton thing to start the show was weird, right? Like with the letter from Kofi's son. Uh, it was a play to, um, I think, I don't know if it was, Pipe, Roddy Piper mm-hmm. did something like that before, I, if I believe I'm correct. Uh, when he wrote the le- read the letter from the fan or the family member. It's, I mean, I'm old, so I forget, but I, I'm pretty sure it was Roddy Piper that did it. I like the idea. It was cold. Like, yeah. I, I wanted more from it. Um and this was unnecessary to add into this feud. I think that Kofi and Randy have enough problems mm-hmm. on their own. And then they overuse in the stupid thing. Yeah. <sighs> it happens. It, this is this is what happens, right? We lose steam towards the end of this feud. And I think that's where we are now is that it's going to probably end after Clash of Champions. And 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 that's that's what's going to be but in the meantime it's they've i think that the writers themselves are kind of over it so but this is a point and i and i feel i do feel that orton is in a place to do this and i think he wants to but it's orton wants to build kofi mm-hmm. and this is a way to do it but there again too many people meddling in it oh by the way while i'm talking about it this was another one of those Vince ripped up the script what uh, uh, five hours before the show or whatever and rewrote it so this is another one of those cases and now that that just popped in my mind now that I think about it it proves look at what we're talking about it's Mm -hmm. all shit because somebody decided to change gears at the last minute this shit needs to stop 
What I'd like to see is one time they one of the writers leaks what they wanted to say. You know, like I would love to see like what the promo was to compare to what it is, right? Mm-hmm. That would be very interesting to me. Um, I don't think it'll ever happen, but you never know. Maybe, maybe someday. Um, that's all I really want to talk about. If you want to go back, circle back to twenty four seven. No, moving on. Okay. Like, uh, so we had a strong week in um, NXT as always. Oh, before we get into NXT, right? I just want to say fuck everything that has to do with Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Did you hear? In the beginning, we said the same thing. Right. But. NXT was a very strong <laughs> show uh, this week. What I do fear, just point blank and simple, Wednesday nights is really going to put a lot of pressure on Monday and Friday. Yes. I think Wednesday night is what everybody wants to see. They're funneling. They, they might be causing a problem that it, I don't think they've accounted for. Mm-hmm. Because Friday is, you're already in, this, in, in bed with Fox. Mm-hmm. You've promised them greatness. But yet you're still funneling all of your power into the biggest feud in decades. Right. The Wednesday Night Wars. Uh, but NXT, the NXT's train ain't stopping. Strong n- night uh, for uh, the Undisputed Era. I know I spoiled it last week. Yes, you did. They, they are uh, tag team champions. Again, dripping. Jake, Jacoby, dripping in gold. Do you think that that's why they didn't put the um, that's why they didn't put Street Profits on Raw in the tag team turmoil? Because they were still kayfabe the NXT champions? Probably. Okay. But if you notice when they did their promo and they said it's a tag team turmoil and somebody, they even hinted at uh, fresh talent or something and then they both looked at the cameras like, you know, like, what? <laughs> and we're not in it. So, um, but yes, dripping in gold. Dripping in gold, dude. Fuck you. Undisputed era, dude. I'm, I'm still a fan. Got, still got to beat Velveteen Dream. Don't worry about it. He can get his ass whooped too. Catch those hands. Velveteen ain't catching nobody's hands. Uh, he better hands. catch that brat break in front of Messiah. Mm-mm. And, and then they're going to have all the gold. Give him the purple rain elbow drop, my guy. Uh, hey, I would love for him to go ahead and drop that strap so he can go ahead and move on to bigger, to the better main things. main event. That'd be nice, right? right? That's what I want. Uh, so NXT, I'm going to kind of take this conversation a different way. Why did they have a strong night? EO, 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 EO. Gets attacked by Candice LeRae, though. But I don't give a shit. EO Sarai, I don't, I didn't even know who she was months ago. It's true. And now it's like my favorite female talent. The genius in the sky, dude. Dude, man, she is so good. A-plus match for her last night. Um, Keith Lee, keep an eye on him, America. I said that last please, week. Please keep an eye on Keith Lee. Him and Dominic tore down the They're house. They're fantastic. Uh, last night. Couldn't keep my eye off the match, but keep an eye on Keith. Big dude, fast, agile, fun Athletic to watch. Athletic is Personality. Fuck. Yes. Uh, I'm bask, all about it. Bask in Keith Lee's glory, America. Yep. yep. Bask in it. Uh uh, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley comes out. Yeah, to NXT, gets in the face of Shayna Baszler. That's what I'm talking about. How you feel about it? All day. I'm here for it all day long. So again, we are NXT is just laying it down left and right. They had A plus matches through and through. Even the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era. Why I didn't want to see the Street Profits lose? I told you already. Mm-hmm. Why? Like you have to put the fate. Undisputed Era is the face of NXT right now. Oh, yeah. It's Adam Cole's show. It is Adam Cole's show. 
Don't I'm not taking it away from Johnny Champa, anybody. Velveteen Dream, mm-hmm. NXT, the black and gold belongs to the undisputed era, and that's what you have to do at this point if you're going to go against AEW because those are the, they are the top guy. They're fun to watch and they're faction and they know how to work the mic mm-hmm. and they're funny. They're all just, they, they're all a bunch of veterans, man. And they're and they skilled. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They so get it. Uh, NXT. Again, um, great show. I, I, I'm very curious what's going to happen on Wednesdays, how it's going to all play out. That debut show, uh, oh, man, it, October 2nd. I cannot wait. Um, I just feel like organically this Vince don't need to touch it. L- leave it the way it is and let it be. Um, we can't water down this product when you're in the middle of, of, of a um, what I'll call a conflict, right, or a.k.a. a war. What you call a feud, right? Yep. Um, another thing before we get into AEW I want to talk about um, is, so NXT has applied uh, has for a couple copyrights. They've applied for copyrights for Matt Riddle. Um, for, I believe they did it for Adam Cole as well. But another one that I thought was interesting was Walter. So, and now with Rhea Ripley showing up there, it seems as though a lot of UK talent is going to show up on NXT on USA, which is awesome, which is great because that means that we'll see Walter on TV and he can defend his NXT championship, like NXT UK championship, but it's also good to see that they're going to intermix with one another. And on top of that, um, it still opens the door for 205 Live to come over. And so that doesn't officially get shut down or anything. Um, I, I think 205 is going to get shut down. It's, it's Do you think it's just going to get soaked up by by it there? That's fine with me. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world. Uh, so, AEW. So, first of all, let's go back to a few months ago when I said, hey, you know, you can't keep going fucking hard in the paint and nobody not get hurt or something doesn't go wrong or whatever may have you, right? How mm-hmm. many people that got hurt so far? One. Cody Rhodes get hit in that in that chair. If you know in the, in the head with that chair. Mm-hmm. If you notice, he has not been in a ring. He has not really fucked around at all. Mm-hmm. That boy had a concussion, mm-hmm. hands down, right? Hurt recklessly. Mm-hmm. Two, and even though I enjoyed what I saw, like I mean, it told a story, but still reckless as fuck. John Moxley, while Kenny Omega's promo, which is now to me, that might take that might take a pipe bomb. Is I think that Kenny Omega promo to me beats the CM Punk promo. What? I, oh, it was just so good. It's like how he stopped in the middle and was just like, oh, you know what? No, fuck that. We're going to keep going. Yeah. Like, it was just real. Kenny Omega, if you didn't know who Kenny Omega was, you know who the fuck he is now. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. He was like, he was like, look, I've been over here and you've been over in Japan playing around. He's like, you're not taking this seriously. But it kind of made me feel like Kenny Omega might be a heel. I don't give a shit. But, like, I don't know. To me, it was just a side of him that I'd never seen before, which I liked. But at the same time, I was like, damn, like, this, like, he, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, to me, I, I was behind it as well. And then running to my point, three, Phoenix, hurt. You know, they, you got to make it to Wednesday, guys. Like, you you have to make it with everybody healthy mm-hmm. to Wednesday. Yeah. Like, the pay-per-view doesn't matter, yes, but nothing matters but October the 2nd at this point in the game. Yeah, Phoenix. And what happens the next seven weeks or eight weeks afterwards? Well, if there's something that we've learned is that the Lucha Brothers are huge for AEW. So 
with Phoenix being in these positions and, and getting hurt elsewhere, it to me it seems like like Rhodes and the rest of them have to kind of figure out a way to keep them in check and tame them. You know what I mean? And kind of be like, dude, like chill the fuck out. Like it's okay. Like you're going to be on TV. You're going to be on national television over on TNT. Like why would you push yourself this hard? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I guess the same argument could be made for John Moxley where it's like, dude, like if you knew about this elbow injury, just drop out of the G1. Like it would have been fine. You weren't going to go over anyway. Right. This Ship it on. Fuck it. Like, because mm-hmm. at this point... It just gets the, you more heel heat anyway. This match, I mean, this pay-per-view was surrounded by his match. This was the headline. Fuck everything else. Yeah. This was the headline match. Mm-hmm. To me, am I wrong? No, you're right. Uh, so these matches here, we already got it going. The AEW Championship match, Chris Jericho versus Hangman Page. I know how you guys feel <clears throat> about it. You love Hangman Page. I love Hangman Page. I just think he should win. I understand why you would want Jericho to be the champion. It makes sense to me. But don't make the mistakes of your your um, competition. You know, like, feed the young talent. Jericho is already established. Hangman Page? Imagine what being the number the first ever AEW world champion would be. And I understand if you put it on Jericho, it's, just, it's a staple. But, I mean... Jericho has the longest reign of Intercontinental Championship, uh, Intercontinental Champion, mm-hmm. first ever undisputed WWF champion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many accolades mm-hmm. for him. He doesn't need it. Yeah, former IWGP Intercontinental Champion. So he doesn't need the title, I agree with you, because he's already the company's top heel. However, Hangman Page, I mean, you're putting him in a huge position, and starting off with a baby face just kind of doesn't, make a lot of sense to me because then it's like okay so if the good guy wins then who's gonna beat him right and i don't think mjf's there yet i don't think moxley's gonna be around soon so unless you want to turn cody already which i don't think is the smartest play either you're he's gonna have to face jericho again which i'm sure that there's something there but i don't know two matches and two of the same matches in a row main eventing your first two pay-per-views that to me is kind of like meh I could be wrong. I'm gonna put Hangman Page over. I'm gonna put. I'm. I'm sticking with Y2J. So, all right. Um, let's move on from there. The big one. So let's go to uh, Kenny Omega versus Pac because they brought in Pac, former, formerly known as Neville, to replace um, John Moxley to face obviously to fight Kenny Omega, which is gonna be a nice clash of styles. I think. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be fast from Pac. Like he is. A machine at this point. The dirty like, bastard, man. Dude, he is on it right now. Really fast. I love, I always love this moveset. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see him again in a ring because he was up and coming to WWE and, and you well, he, saw greatness. Mm-hmm. But that when he hurt his foot, like, the, then he got into that. The Enzo feud. The Enzo, yeah. And it just became a mess. Like, so I can't wait to see what he's going to do. Um, at this point, I didn't know this was coming. So I. It's 50-50 for me. I think it just goes to confirm that he's going to be one of the mystery partners on uh, at DC. So, But what I thought was also interesting is that he wasn't actually booked for All Out on the show at all. Um, Dave Meltzer reported that until the Moxley injury, he was actually not going to be in Chicago. So I thought that was pretty cool to see that like he was... like that they just immediately were like all right let's do it and they like and he was able to drop everything and do it i thought that was pretty that was pretty cool um cody versus sean spears formerly known as ty dillinger 
The chairman, man. The chairman, the chairman. So I just think it's not classy for for Cody to win. Like no? I, don't, I don't want Cody to win well, at all. He'll be undefeated on all of their uh, on right. all of their on all of their like main pay per views. Right, and 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 again, I don't want Brandy and Cody to be Triple H and Steph. Like, so at the end of the day, I just really feel that for from a longevity standpoint, the chairman needs to win. I think that having uh, and when I say the chairman, Sean Spears, right? But I think having Spears win is actually a good thing because it establishes another main event heel in the company. Um, like I just mentioned with with what happens if Hangman Page wins. Like, imagine if Sean Spears wins. He goes over one of your top baby faces. He's no longer considered on the second tier, which is where we have like guys like MJF and Jungle Boy. He'll be in a top tier in the top six, you know, and make that five um, a top six. And, and ultimately that splits it up to be where it's Chris Jericho and somebody else as the top heels in the company, which is only beneficial in my opinion. So mm-hmm. um, I think we both agree with that then that Sean Spears wins, but going back to Kenny Omega and Pac, I think that Kenny wins that match. Too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm 50, 50 split. Um, so I want to skip over the, you want to uh, skip the ladder match. I want to skip the ladder match like just completely because again, um, I, I, we don't know what's really going to happen, and I don't. If the if he's if Phoenix healthy, hmm. it, I could talk about it and and give an educated guess. I can't because we don't even know what's going to happen. Let me say this: if up. Phoenix is healthy, I think that the Lucha Brothers win. Okay, but I don't. But I think as long as it's ambiguous, I think it's smart that we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the the bad boy Joey, Joey Janela, who who I I love. Um, and then Jimmy Havoc and Darby Allen. Now, if there's anybody that's impressed me since I've since I've seen them wrestle, it's Darby, Darby Allen. Darby Allen, dude. Like, I, again, wanted to know about. That's what I like about new promotions and and up and comings. You you find people, you find new people to love. Mm-hmm. And Darby Allen, he so impressed me on every pay per view. Um, even he got up from hitting the hardest part of the ring, spine first. Mm-hmm. So um, damn right. For me, uh, while I love Joy Janela, I will, and and I don't know why I'm, I'm gapping out on Jimmy Havoc neither. I would love to see Darby win, just for just. I think because. Darby winning would be fine. I think that they can make that work. Um, personally, I still think that Joey's going to win, just because of from how hot he was after the uh, after. Um, oh goodness, what was the show where him and him and Moxley went? Do you know what I'm talking about? Wasn't was it Fighter Fest or was it Fight for the Fallen? Oh, I get them confused. I think it was Fighter Fest. So. At Fighter Fest, Joey Janela had that great match with Moxley at the end, and I think from that point on, he was established as one of those upper guys, and I think it makes sense for him to win. However, now that I'm thinking about it, Jimmy Havoc might need this win, because in all the matches he's had with AEW, he's lost. So, Next one, we'll do Best Friends in Dark Order. I think the Best Friends win this, and it's not even close, because we've been so disappointed by the Dark Order so far that it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Um. So if you remember Ryu and um, uh, Hikaru Shida, um, Ryu should win this match for nothing more than the fact that she has won so many other promotions that I would hope that they'd want to push her. Um, If Shida wins, that'd be a good upset, but I think Ryu should win. Another match that I think is going to be really good is, well, could be really good. However, every time I see this one particular wrestler wrestle, wrestle, it makes me sad. Um... SCU versus Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt, right? You haven't seen Marco Stunt wrestle. He's he's a good wrestler, to put it in t- plain terms. He's a good he's a good wrestler. 
But with the SCU, it's Christopher Daniels all the time, and I just don't care. Keith gets so mad at me when I'm like, put his old ass in the back. Put him as a manager. I don't want to see him. Don't, please don't get me wrong. Him and AJ Styles had some epic matches. Mm-hmm. But him and AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels has been hurt more than AJ Styles. He's got Ewing knees. He's got terrible, terrible knees. So every time he does anything with his knees, I'm like, dude, no. Stop, please. Right. You're hurting yourself. Right. It just, you know, like, he just needs to be in the back somewhere. Yeah, That's just how I, I don't care about this match just because, again, anytime I see uh, SCU and Christopher Daniels is wrestling, it makes me want to vomit. Mm-hmm. But you get Scorpio Sky and I Frankie love, Kazarian. I love Scorpio Sky. The, uh, one of the best, one of the best wrestlers. But I'm going to take it with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. They're very fun. And, and, uh, and Marco. Marco. I, even though I haven't seen Marco wrestle, but just Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus in his own. Uh, I think, I think SCU is going to win. <coughs> I do. I think SCU wins and I think it'll be a fun match, but I, I do. I think that, I think that they're going to win, but I tell you who's not getting the pinfall, and that's Christopher Daniels. And then, again, I said a thousand times, they don't need a fucking pre-show, man. The buy-in, right? the, the buy-in pre-show, throw that shit out the door. It's great matches up here, though, because... Um, Jack Evans. Jack Evans, man. Jack like, Evans is really God, good at his dude, job. He's something to watch. Something mm-hmm. to watch. Um, but I, ho- I do want to see the women's battle royale. I think that'll be fun. For, ooh, if it's anything like the men's battle royale the last time, I don't want to see the women's battle royale. I just want to see Awesome Kong win the whole thing. That's what I want. Okay. And I, it might not happen. It might happen. Who knows? But that's what I'm predicting is that Awesome Kong will win. Right. Um, I know a lot of people I've seen online have said that Britt Baker is going to win. That makes a ton of sense. I would love for Britt Baker won. I like Britt Baker. So I, I know, you know, Keith is our resident Mark. He's our, our AEW and our overseas guy along with Jacoby. Uh, we're going to watch and we're going to, we're just going to watch for me. I, you know, I'm the, I'm the WWE guy, the, the ring of honor guy. Um, so anytime I watch AEW, I, the reason I love it so much is because it's going to make everything else better. It should make every other wrestling promotions product better. Um, but hopefully our predictions are correct. You know, at least we're on point when some of it come true. If they're wrong, fuck you. Uh, okay. <laughs> come at me. Come at me on Twitter, please. Wow. At me, dude. Like Jesus. Christ. At me at hardest part underscore pod, bro. So got um, any, got any other news to share with us this week? So, um, I was perusing the internet that's a big word. Uh, yeah, I was perusing the internet today. And um, it was just a couple of things that stuck out. Uh, for nudes, me. let's be honest. I, it's not perusing for nudes because I was at work. <laughs> oh, fair um, enough, yeah. You know, um, and I was putting together the, the podcast notes uh, at work. And my <laughs> boss uh, <laughs> might listen to this podcast. And, uh, you know, I might be putting my, you know, put myself out there. So they're going to be watching for it. But, but you, I was at my desk and I was putting together the podcast notes. Um, and I saw that um, the draft, Vince wants to shake stuff up again. And it makes sense. So draft confirmed. We'll see. Right. Uh, Wrestle uh, Dave Meltzer, it, <laughs> hit or miss. Uh, sometimes there's information. But he put it out there that, you know, a draft might be imminent with um, Fox coming around. Uh, also, with this NXT now venture with USA, the shakeup will benefit everybody. Because, uh, like I said last week, you can put people in their places. Mm-hmm. You can mix some things up. You can make some champions now. Yeah. Uh, just imagine, just think about it. Just imagine 
Elias now establish on an NXT show? With that crowd, that'd be fun, I think. It'll be awesome. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Apollo Crews. Back on NXT, that's where he should be anyway. Right. And it gives you an opportunity to make some things up and put some other people in different places. Moves like Bree, uh, Breeze Dango back to NXT is great. Um, I ha- I can't tell you a move, at, with the exception of Kevin Owens, from NXT. Yeah, Kevin Owens should stay on either SmackDown or Raw. But, I'm, I'm, but somebody from NXT to the main roster, I can't tell you a successful one other than Kevin Owens. You don't think Big E's successful? That was before the product was what it is now. Okay. So you're talking like like when it was on the network and everybody started loving it like that? I mean, yeah. I guess. I mean, so Finn Balor was the first ever Universal Champion. But look what happened after that. Well, he got hurt. Couldn't help getting hurt. And then you could say Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose. But, I mean, they were a faction. Yeah. And Seth Rollins was the best heel out of the bunch, but now he's a baby face and hasn't really done anything since. So I was trying to go this whole show without saying. I know, I know. Sorry. Uh, if you notice, I didn't even say. I know. In other news, congratulations to fucking Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins on their engagement. Congrats to the man's man on holding your man down. Dude, teach. how about you teach her how to wrestle and you teach him and she teach him not to be a bitch and then we'll be good to go. Why don't we get them off the same show? I would love that. I think that I would actually benefit them a ton. That would make me so fucking happy if we could just remove them from the same show. Like, um, uh, in other news, uh, Ronda Rousey's on fucking. Uh, yes, I saw that. She's on Total, Total Divas. Divas. How weird is that? Which is also on Wednesday. So Ooh. WWE is oh, But blocked. that doesn't come on until 10. But WWE is blocked out Wednesday, though. Like, you know, so I'm gonna they, watch Total Divas. They, I'm gonna watch Total Divas too. You know, Nia Jax gonna be up there, which I'm excited to see her. Yeah, where the fuck where's so she? So she you know? uh uh shut down pretty much all of her social media and things and such. But I think she's going through like a journey, like a weight loss journey. And Ooh. I think we're gonna see a different Nia, which is perfect because we get to be excited to see what's happened when she comes back. Damn right. But also but you get to see more of Travis and Rhonda on your T V. Do you want that? Fucking eat ass and die. I'm just, I had to remind you. Nope. Because of her awesome babies. I will pass. Um, also, in other news, uh, so allegedly, hard allegedly, Bray Wyatt is going to challenge whoever wins at Clash of Champions. So, between, between Seth Braun Rollins and Seth? And, and Seth. Uh, yeah, between Braun and Seth. Yeah. It should be Seth that wins then. If they want to protect Braun, you can't have him go against the hottest guy in your company. I wholeheartedly agree. And then um, lastly, SmackDown will be here in Virginia. Yes. In our hometown. Mm-hmm. Up in Norfolk, in a, Virginia. In a, in a few weeks. Beautiful. To, it's the third, bro. It's this week. Is it? Oh, shit. Yeah, in two weeks. Well, in this week. Yeah, this week after Labor Day. Isn't that crazy? That means we got to go to the airport. <laughs> we- Right. We gotta dude, be like, hey, Mr. Like Mr. Brian. Right, yeah, dude. Just looking like fucking ginormous nerds trying to get like... Yeah. I'm not trying to get an argument. I'm trying to get a photo. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get fucking... I know you're trying get to get some content, titties. dude. <laughs> like, that's all I'm trying to do. I'm like, hey, man, like, I appreciate the photo. I appreciate the signs. Can I get like... A talk? shout out for the for the cast, dude. Like that's that's what I'm. That's news right there. You know, like a shout out to cast for the cast equal news. I get that done. You know, you know, what? Listen, 
listen to to hardest part please it, something like that and we can put that on the face on facebook or on twitter right. or everything I, that don't mean i'm not gonna ask to see a titty like you know like <laughs> i mean i wouldn't be me if i say hey you know Zelina vega will be there right so. dude i don't want to get punched in the face like by uh oh, by alistair black yeah, right, <laughs> so you know he might not know my humor Fair so, enough. yeah, but other than that, man, we got a busy week this week. AEW's pay-per-view again on a Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. God, thank you, producer. On Saturday uh, night. Um, so we will be talking about it uh, and recapping next week. And then also we have uh, SmackDown in our hometown, so that's going to be fun. Yeah. Hopefully we can scrounge up some tickets from somewhere since C-Money uh, failed us. And we're also um, in, in talks of switching um, from – posting on every Thursday, recording every Thursday to recording every Wednesday to be more um, current. So Yeah, most definitely. So, uh, and it's, it's a sad day today because the first studio that we started recording in, uh, we will be moving from this studio uh, mm-hmm. into a different space uh, just for uh, team synergy. Uh, all of us live in one town and it's, it's kind of nice if we can all get in one town and it just makes it a little bit more flexible mm-hmm. for us. As a whole, so um, hey, we got it. When we sign off today, it's gonna be the last time in our in our in our fun start space. So here's the new things. Pour one out for the homie. But um, but anyway, so you guys can follow us on uh, Facebook at the hardest part of the ring, at Instagram at the same name, the hardest part of the ring, and on Twitter at hardest part underscore pod. So and again, we you know keep giving us feedback, keep keep listening, re- recommend us to a friend. It is what it is. We're we're here for you guys and just enjoying this so far. So Jake has small balls. <laughs>